0: And Carl Shefford's team with a call. I mean, utter, complete is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways. And you've got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl. And that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car.
1: That is Mike Barkman from NBC Sports in Philadelphia. Uh, somebody else tweeted this morning. Apparently, some of the people are calling in and sounding like the Eagles got blown out last night. They didn't. They lost. Yeah, it was a it was a crappy call.
2: I can uh, I, I
1: can read. It your was mi- a legit call. It was, it was a legit crappy call. call.
2: I can I can read your mind right now. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking. What am I having for lunch? You're thinking. You know that was a great Super Bowl, but if it was missing one thing, you know, it's. It was missing Tom Brady in the booth.
1: Okay, two things. First, <laughs> or, we, or Tom Brady at First, you're incredibly wrong. <laughs> two, you know what? It was a great Super Bowl, and i got to be honest with you. I just, I, I don't know. I just had no, I just sat there like, I watched it because I had to watch it. It's the Super Bowl. I, I really, I didn't want Kansas City to win. I don't typically root for Philly teams. I know it was a great game. Lots of points. Second high-scoring Super Bowl? I was going to check this. It wasn't the highest-scoring Super Bowl, right? I think no, it was, the, it was But close. It, was the, it was the first time both teams scored at least 35 points in a Super Bowl. You're right. It was a great game. And yet, not once did I sit there thinking, wow, this is awesome. I just had nothing for that game last night. I'm still too bummed, I guess, over the Bills season. I told you I didn't think about the Bills, and I didn't. But I just sat there. Last, I should have been enjoying the game going, wow, this is a great game. Nah. it's just wanted the game to end football season to be over with. I guess I was still bummed about the Bills. I, I, didn't re- I assume you guys enjoyed the game. I had nothing for it.
3: I thought as I was standing outside in, in an incredible weather day yesterday that today would have been a good weather day to go out and celebrate the Bills winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> I tormented myself with that idea. Or a
1: home Super Bowl game. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I'm yep. tired of Kansas City, and I don't have an affinity for Philadelphia, so I didn't really care about the matchup. Um, I just don't have
3: this this disdain for the Chiefs. I don't. It doesn't exist.
1: I I didn't want, right, that's why I was in a weird spot maybe, because I didn't want Kansas City to win. But it's not like, like I rooted hard, of course, against New England. I've never really cared for the Steelers, the Cowboys. Like there are teams I have rooted very much so against them in a Super Bowl. I don't know. I just I just watched the game very unemotional last night, quite honestly, and I just and I didn't appreciate it as well. It's a great Super Bowl, high scoring game, tight game. Uh, saw a stat about how you had. I think you tweeted. I don't know if this what this had to do. I saw you responded to something from Joe about worst postseason ever. But that there was if there was a tweet about it was the only the second time in the whole postseason there was a score change, like a lead change in the fourth quarter. Oh well, if Mahomes had stayed hurt,
2: yeah. It would have been the worst postseason ever. We would have had Uh-oh. Philadelphia beat two teams without their starting quarterbacks, <laughs> and also and Daniel Jones and the Giants, the Bills, and beat a team without their starting quarterback, and so did the Bengals, yeah. Lamar Jackson. To uh, I mean, it was really if yeah. Mahomes had left and not returned, and that game turned into Chad Henney. You know, okay, great postseason where four teams basically were without their starting quarterbacks down. You know, in, yeah. in those big moments would have right. been terrible. So,
1: by the way, I, yeah, was, I was glad he was able to come back. I'm trying to think. You help, you guys help me out. You guys are obviously much better thinking quick and using your memory. Was this the best game of the postseason? Jaguars coming back big against the Chargers. I mean, it's a wild card game, but it was one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the league. How? I mean. What were the great games in this year's playoffs? Sure, this is the best This one. is it, right? I mean, it's the Super Bowl. No game
2: involving game. the Jaguars and Chargers can be the best game.
1: <laughs> hey, by the way, we still have 40 minutes left in the show. Is this the hour we devote to Chad Henney announcing his retirement? <laughs> No? You want to save that?
3: I did have his game log against the Bills open, just in case there was any form of trivia available for that. But it's you guys not can very lead, interesting. You
1: guys can lead with that on the Extra Point Show. We'll let you guys handle Sure. I don't remember. The I don't Chad know if I- any favorite memory show. He
3: started six games against the Bills, and I really don't know if I remember a single one of them.
1: He'll be remembered for two things. One, the drive against the Browns when they killed the clock. What? Two years ago? Whatever it was. And a 98-yard drive against Cincinnati, right?
3: That's right. It. Yeah. Ninety was, was it
1: the Cincinnati game? That's. There's Chad Henne's career in a nutshell. Like he, be,
3: he beat the Bills thirty-eight to ten in two thousand nine. Okay. That, like anything. I'll anyone? take your word for it. Lots sure. of people did that to the Bills in two thousand nine.
2: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so the flag controversy. Do you think that you know Paul brought up a point that Greg Olson on the broadcast played up the flag and is one of the reasons that people got so mad about it, saying yeah. you can't call that there. James Bradbury saying, Yes, was, I held him. Yeah, he admitted after the game. Right. So, do you think that Bradbury saying, Yes, I held him killed a lot of the controversy? You know, we can see ESPN, what they're doing on Get Up this morning. They're talking a ton about that flag. Oh, are they? They're mm. putting Juju on a split screen against Juju. Earlier in the game, when he didn't get a flag, he was mad. And then on the, on the final play where he did get the flag, he didn't call for it. And they're kind of comparing his reaction like maybe he didn't think he was held. Mm. I do not think that anything about what that game is illegitimate or bad it's an unfortunate call but Ben Baldwin brings up an interesting point here he's on uh Twitter at computer cowboy does a lot of you know analytics stuff you know fourth downs game strategy
1: the worst thing that could have happened to the eagles would have been a penalty yeah right giving up a touchdown is better i actually thought when the, the Chiefs got to around the 19- or 20-yard line, I thought, could you let him score here? Because, you know, Kansas City's just going to want to run clock. And, I did think about and you that are, far uh, out. Yep, you're already score.
2: down a, a timeout. You know you don't have your full slate of timeouts. You're inside the two-minute warning. Right. A penalty is
1: worse than a score. Killer. It was a killer. And that's why people are talking about it, right? It was a penalty. But as the defender... But it's a killer because as, you get the automatic first down, you run more clock. As the defender, you've got to know
2: that. And yeah. as as the Eagles... The message there should be, don't touch them. If they score, they score. The one thing we cannot do. And then, I think it's Bradbury on the run by McKinnon to the corner. Shouldn't every Eagles defender have tried to, like he chases him and watches him slide. And then
1: he stops because I think he realized McKinnon was going to slide on the ball. Instead, what he probably should have done is try to get him from behind and drive him into the end zone. I didn't think about it. It is a good point. I didn't think about that part. But I'll tell you the first part on Bradbury. You're right. Like it's kind of the it's the reverse of 13 seconds. The worst thing you can do, you might think as a player, is they score. Well, no, you get the ball, You're you alive. get the ball, and you have time. But it's so ingrained in defensive players, and that's I don't even know if the coaches tell them, "Hey, if you get beat by a receiver, it's okay." Yes, let th- that him happens, go.
2: That happens all the time these days. Okay, then
1: then then I that guess happens
2: all the time. Let him score. We were gonna let him score. We did let him score.
1: Uh, in so in that that's spot, on Bradbury then, right? I mean, he's well, got to know, if I get beat by Juju Smith-Schuster, don't grab him. It's better than, uh, again, a touchdown's better than a hold. And
2: would that have been communicated to the players? That's what I wonder. No penalties. Right. Cannot give them a first down. We'll be out of timeouts. They'll be kicking for a win.
1: Because, again, it's just it's habit-forming, right? It's It's instinct. Bradbury's going to, oh, I'm beat. I got to slow the guy down and maybe they won't see it. That's why I I wonder does a coach tell him? I bet you they didn't. But would you want a coach to go to these guys at some point and say, hey, listen, if you get beat by a receiver, let him go? It's okay if Mahomes throws a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Right? It's okay if he throws a touchdown. We're getting the ball. Clearly, Kansas City wasn't trying to go into the end zone. They just wanted to run more clock. So that's why the penalty, if ESPN's making a big deal of it, I'll say it. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. To me, you're, it's the wrong discussion. It's it, The discussion is not the penalty. Then the discussion is, are we going to tell officials in a tie game, late, in any game, playoff game, regular, just don't call it. We, we're That's a different discussion, right? He made the correct call. It was a penalty. The player admitted it. The debate is, do you want the official to throw the flag there? That's a different discussion. The bigger issue, if, if I'm ESPN, is... The freaking catch rule is far. That's the thing that annoyed me more than anything in the game last night was the debate over what's a catch. And the league, from time to time, overthinks and screws things up. And they did it with the catch. So I don't, I'm not upset about the penalty. I know it was it was a killer because it basically allowed Kansas City to run out the clock. But I'm not upset. You, you, and you have to tell the officials Roger Goodell has to have a policy. Guys, fourth game, fourth quarter rather, close game late, has to be, like, heinous. I mean, got to pull a limb off a receiver to throw a flag in that case. And the, the league's not going to do that. They're not going to tell their officials to do that. So to me, this is, they're having a discussion because you have to fill time. I get it. I'm not, I'm not angry about the penalty, and I don't think that's an off-season discussion because I'm not sure what you do other than tell the officials to look the other way. And since the officiating's never been better, they're not going to look the other way. Eight oh three oh five fifty to join us, all things Super Bowl and Bills, too. How much, if at all, did you think about the Bills last night while you were watching the game? And if so, what thoughts were you having? We can talk about that, too. Uh, let's see. We're going to Jeff in Niagara Falls. Uh, Jeff, you're on uh, W-G-R, go right ahead.
0: Good morning, fellas. Good morning. I've, I've been thinking about this call for a while. I... Um... I didn't call in after the bills were eliminated. I just kind of wanted to keep my powder dry and see how everything played out. But after having watched the game last night, something's really obvious to me is, is that the Chiefs draft well in the offensive line, and they prepare for these moments better than the Bills seem to do. You know, they 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 were able to protect Patrick Mahomes yesterday, and he had a bum leg. They really didn't come into play until after he took that one hit and he was starting to get hobbled around a little bit, but they did a fantastic job of scheming to get, like you guys were saying earlier, to get the ball out of his hands quick. But even when that didn't happen, the line did a great job of keeping him upright and keeping the defense. And that's it. That's a team that only rushes for most all of the time. They weren't really getting anywhere with that. But when they, you know, they were trying to save the, uh, the pass, they couldn't do that either. Patrick just picked him apart. And so the point the general point that I wanted to make was the Bills aren't aren't getting quality out of their draft picks in the same sort of way that other teams are doing in the AFC and that's this is where it's really showing up at the end of the year what they still have quality guys to plug in there in the offensive line in the same sort of way that Cincinnati did they se- their second stringers through our first stringers around and so we we're, we're I don't know if this this comes down to coaching guys up that are already in place or just doing a better job at finding quality in the later rounds. But I'm having a hard time blaming the coaching staff. If the quality of the players really isn't there, you know, like like the old coach used to say on this channel, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken bleep. And I don't know that that's what they're not being asked to do. So when everybody's kind of calling into question the defensive coach – and maybe it's time to part ways with them and things like that. I don't I don't know that this is the time to do that kind of stuff. I think you need to hold on to the talent that you've got around and with these coaches and then just just draft better and then make a commitment to the offensive line that you've never really made before. It, it, we, we live in a in a cold region with a, with no dome, and we cannot run the ball in December and January, and that really showed up, especially in the last game where we had a sloppy track and the the passing game really wasn't there, and we could not impose our will on the offensive on the offensive side of the ball. We couldn't control the line of scrimmage, and it was glaring against the Bengals when they had all that size out there and second stringers, and were just able to impose their will. But we were not able to do the same in you know in the slob. And to me, that's that's all in the way the team is constructed. And guys, that's all I got. Thanks for uh, letting me ramble. <laughs>
1: that's all right, Jeff. Thanks. Yeah, I I think um, I'm going to just make this really simple. There are two things the Bills need to do: make the offensive line better and get better receivers. If you really want to boil it down, it does not come down to running game for me. I don't think the game turned because of Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, he had some nice runs. Um, Mahomes had some good scrambles, but Josh can do that. So, and, and I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. You know, your point about the talent. I don't think that's a great skill-level group around Patrick Mahomes. I think Cincinnati's better in terms of talent level of the skill group. Uh, you might even say the Eagles are better as a group than Kansas City. But they do have great coaching. They have a fantastic quarterback, and they do have great coaching who knows how to get guys open, who knows how to beat blitzes, who knows what to do uh, You know, based on whatever defenses they're seeing. The Bills are not there. Maybe Dorsey gets better. In Dorsey's defense, since we were talking about him this morning, you know, Dorsey versus Dable, I mean, Dable had three prior offensive coordinator jobs. He got a ton of experience. Dorsey was learning on the job as an offensive coordinator last season, so hopefully he gets better. But, yes, get a wide receiver, get two wide receivers, address the offensive line, first round, day two, whatever. Just really go after the offense and those two specific areas in the draft and whatever else you can do, free agency trade. You need to come to, to help your offense out. I'm not as worried, honestly, about the defense. So, on the Chiefs' offensive
2: line, I mean, they drafted Creed Humphrey.
1: Yeah. But uh, Joe like,
2: Tooney is free agency. They
1: traded for Orlando traded Brown. Traded for Orlando Brown. Trey Smith, is he? I'm trying to. I think there's two draft picks on their starting five. I should pull up their depth chart. Sorry.
2: That's okay. I mean, the Bills, yeah, they need to do better on the offensive line.
1: Honestly, the Chiefs and the Bengals, right? Both looked at it and said, redo we our have offensive to line. Aggressively address the offensive line. What's the biggest offensive line move the Bills have made since, say,. Dawkins, check Morse, check Since the signing of Mitch Morse What is the biggest offensive line move the Bills made? Spencer Brown being drafted? In what? Round three? Yeah Everything else was just fill in veteran guys
2: I just need to say it though Sacks are a quarterback stat Their line is good because Mahomes doesn't let people get to him And when they do, he gets out of it He has escaped pressure better than any quarterback in the NFL since 2018. And in that game, he threw the ball in under two and a half seconds, 56% of the time. You could say a lot about the offensive line, but that's one way that he makes them. It's one of the reasons I thought the Chiefs would win the game. The Eagles led the league in sacks. They got to Carson Wentz nine times in a game. They got to Daniel Jones six times in a game. Kenny Pickett, six. Justin Fields, six. Tannehill, six. Prescott, six. Like, it's just different. Mahomes is not a guy you should ever think you're going to consistently get to with four. And if you blitz, well, then you're in more trouble because yeah. he'll beat every blitz. He is incredible, and especially their scheme, their, their screen patterns, uh, the screen passes, I should say, middle screens, in-sc- inside screens, tunnel screens, yards after catch guys, whether that's, you know, Juju, who occasionally can be good after the catch, or if that's Kadarius Tony, who they trade Juju for at the deadline. Juju was good after
1: the catch yesterday.
2: One of the reasons the Bills need a better receiver is so they can have someone open faster. Someone needs to be open faster. If Diggs is not going to win his matchup because they're shading to his side of the field, Gabriel Davis is not a get-open-quickly guy. He's more down the field. His depth of target means you have to protect for longer. And that doesn't
1: mean he has to go away. You know who that guy was, by the way? That guy was Beasley. Okay, I don't even want that. No, I'm just saying that I was a want, guy who right. got open fast for a short throw. Boom, get the but ball. But was Beasley. completely non-dynamic. Right.
2: I, right I want
3: a guy playing in that spot in that role that is more than what right. Beasley is. But someone I, that's I a complete I just, receiver. But, but
1: that's the closest thing the Bills had to. Uh, he's going to get open for. Well, Diggs. He's going to get open for me fast, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be a big yards after catch play
2: and running and running the ball like they they can they can probably run it better, yes. I'll say this. I'll, here's another spot can I thought. Can
3: they? Can they really run it better? They yes, did?
2: yes, like, they can. Because here's where I thought of it. Well, here's another spot I thought of the Bills last night. When the Eagles were calling Hertz runs, there's one drive they go back to back first and second down Hurts runs. I think the same thing I think when the when the Bills run Allen on back to back plays, I think get a better idea. Come on, too many carries. Well, I know I mean, it,
1: Sanders and Gainwell were doing I nothing. I last know, I know,
2: I know it works well, but if it happens too many times, I start to wonder. You don't have any better idea than this. Yeah, I know he's great at it, and Allen is this way too. But you know, some of those games where he would have four or five. Dorsey, what they ran two sneaks from the four. And just smash Allen in the line. That's that's what the Eagles did with Hertz last night. I mean, it works. So you know, a little bit of a push and pull. But you know, the the, the 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 Chiefs aren't doing that with Mahomes. They're just, hey, let's call that play where they get confused, and we just will pitch and catch to the most open guy you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, I, you know, given the choice between offensive coordinator that calls the layup pass versus, hey, just smash Put in the there and we'll it. push you forward right. a little
1: more. Like, no way. You take the layup pass. Um, Two of the Chiefs' five starters were drafted and developed. So Trey Smith and uh, Creed Humphrey. But Brown came in from another organization, right? Tooney came in, and Andrew Riley was – he bounced around to a few different teams and was a free agent signing. So three-fifths of their starting offensive line came from external –
3: And they've got to to pay Orlando Brown. He's a free agent. that's right, yeah. And SpotTrack's market value for him is five years, $112 million, which is $23 million per year.
1: No, thank you. I mean, he wasn't great this season anyway. I I would not do that with Orlando Brown. Yeah, I
3: think the right side of their line
2: gets an overhaul. I think the left guard position Mm -hmm. changes. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe not left guard. Maybe just the right side. Anyway... Are they going to
1: draft Morse's replacement? Is Morse a cap-casualty conversation? I don't think he can be at this point, because if we're talking about how they need to make the offensive line better, I don't think it's a good idea to get rid of one of your top two offensive linemen this offseason. So I'd say I would not make him a cap-casualty. You might draft
2: his eventual replacement.
1: Wouldn't hurt. You can get an interior offensive lineman who could play guard or center, but I don't think you'd move on from Morse.
2: And at receiver, I mean, it's just got to happen.
1: Early. Yeah. It has to happen. 803 0550 to join us this morning. If you're on hold, hang on. We're going to get uh, connected with more of our fans. Extra point show with Joe and Sal coming up at 10 on WGR.
3: Hey,
1: I should tell my wife this, although I don't think I can win. Uh, we have Dave Matthews Band tickets to give away. Dave Matthews Band coming to Darien Lake Amphitheater. On uh, Wednesday, June 14th. Uh, By the way, tickets are going to go on sale Friday morning at 10 at LiveNation.com. Do remember, if you're going to a concert at Darren Lake Amphitheater this season, you now have to get oversized parking passes. So if you have an oversized vehicle, you must purchase a parking pass for the oversized lot at LiveNation.com. Let's give away a pair of tickets right now uh, to call number five at 221 4947. A pair of pavilion tickets. Win them before you can buy them. For June 14th, Dave Matthews, Darien Lake Amphitheater. Again, 221-4947. Joe will take caller number five for the pavilion tickets. If you don't win today, don't worry. Got another pair of tickets we're giving away every day the rest of the week. So good luck to you. I I was just looking up a stat, or I saw a stat, and I don't have the answer for you. i got to look it up. Patrick Mahomes was 13 of 14 in the second half last night. Uh, Obviously played a clean game. No turnovers, no sacks. Chiefs had no penalties called on them in the second half either. And, of course, Jeremy said, where was the incomplete pass? That is a really good question. Um, And I'm looking for it. I should probably just take calls, too, since that's my job. But I'm just trying to find the incomplete pass. You don't recall it off the top of your head, huh? No. All right, i got to find it. While I'm doing that, let us get connected with our fans. And we will go to Tom in Buffalo. You're on WGR. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just got a question about last night's game, and then about the. Um, well, thank you for taking my call, but um, sorry. Uh, with that holding call, it didn't really seem like he held him that much, and it looked like the ball was overthrown. So it was uncatchable. The ball, right? Well, he mm. impeded the guy's progress, though. I mean, you know, I think I think honestly also Mahomes yeah, yeah. was kind of throwing it away a little bit. I mean, I think he might have been running out of time and said, I'm just going to throw this up there. But, you know, he still grabbed the guy. You're not allowed to grab the guy and impede the guy's progress. Um, you know, you never know. Maybe it, if if Juju Smith-Schuster breaks free, which he was in the process of doing, then perhaps Mahomes is able to complete the throw. So I, it was the right call. It's just a question of whether or not you throw the flag that the official is supposed to throw the flag on that play. But the call itself was correct. It was a penalty. Uh, let's see. We'll go to Braden and Hamburg next. You're on WGR. Go right ahead.
3: Hey, guys. Uh, big fan of the show. Um, after watching the game last night, I, I just can't get behind how the Bills could re-sign their middle linebacker when you know they could really use a boost in the offense and i guess my question would be i've only really heard about letting tremaine re-sign or walk but is there like any does he have like a trade value can they like trade his rights and
0: maybe like what would it be i guess
2: they could try to franchise tag, tag him, him. and yeah. trade him but a couple first round picks yeah that's that's just tough though it's they're not that many franchise tag end trades and
1: well, yeah, you tag and trade him because if not, you're occupying, like, what was it, $20 million for a tag for a linebacker? So, yeah, I, I, I think they're going to re-sign him. I do. I, I really think he's coming back, and I understand what you're saying about the offense, and I'm all in on the offense. But I think they will value—I think Poyer's going to walk unless the Bills get him on a on their contract. I think Hire's probably Hyde is probably gone after next season. I don't know what's happening with that Oliver— You know, I think the Bills will look at the investment in Edmonds, who plays every down, as a guy they prioritize to keep on this defense. So I I think he's going to be back. The only incomplete pass (laughs) on the drive that started at the five after Tony's punt return, they ran Pacheco on first down, and then Mahomes missed on a short middle pass on second down from Mm. the four. Gotcha. And they scored on the very next play. So that's the only incomplete pass he had in the second half.
2: Mahomes' offense playoff games, 38, 23, 27, 42, 42, 24, 22, 38, 9. That's the Super Bowl against the Bucs where he had no offensive line. Mm. 51, 35, 31, 31, 31. An average of 31.7 points per game in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think in that list, the nine, of course, I believe there were only other two games under 30. You had a 23 and a 24 in there somewhere.
2: There are four games under 30.
1: Four, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, this just in. He's really good. Yeah. And
2: And some of those would be under 30 because it didn't take more than 30. Yeah.
1: And he's really good even when he's you had the stat earlier playing from behind in the playoffs, which you know, you would think would be really challenging, but they were down 10 at the half last night. They had they were down big a few years ago right against Houston, they were down big against Tennessee. Even playing from behind, the guy just, he's phenomenal. It's why, you know, you look at 182 yards and you're not going to be impressed, I guess, but I'm telling you, he was masterful last night, let alone the ankle being hobbled right before halftime. Some big scrambles he made. He was just totally in control of their offense last night. I think it had to be really frustrating if you're on the Eagles, especially if you're one of the four guys who had 10-plus sacks this season up front. had to be really frustrating facing Mahomes last night because he was totally in control.
2: I asked Joe this question while you were out of the room in the break. I want your knee-jerk reaction. You put it up as a Twitter poll. Love it. Which I think means it was a good question. Which number... Will be higher at the end of his career for Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl appearances or road playoff games? He is currently at
3: 3-0. Man. In favor of Super Bowl appearances if you didn't know.
2: Three Super
0: Bowl
1: appearances, zero road playoff games. I mean, I I don't know when they're going to play a road playoff game. Because they're still going to be favored to win their division. But are they going to win it every but you have to, year? Right, you, you also have to be not playing a road game in the AFC Championship. There's still a hey, the gold standard, listen, Joe, A good way to do this not, is... I don't many, think they're playing a road playoff game next season. Don't how many road playoff games again.
3: did Brady play? Four? Oh, I was going to say maybe, many, right? maybe
1: half a dozen tops?
2: Road playoff games for Brady. He would have played a couple.
1: They're all the end, though, He would have played in Baltimore. He would have played in Denver. Yeah. I think he played in Pittsburgh once. He played in Indy. That's four, at least four, so maybe, maybe six. <laughs> all right,
3: 11. He played 11 row playoff he... games. Okay, so seven to 11. Three were in that one year with Tampa where he went all the way to the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. Okay, that, doesn't that doesn't count. count. does no, throw Just, it out. Only doing New England? Just New, Just New England. New England. So okay. It's six to eight? So, yeah, because well, three were in... Yeah, six to eight. Six. No, ten, ten to eight, because he went to ten Super Bowls. Oh, right. Ten no, with New, with not with New England. New England. He went to oh, eight. Oh, yeah, okay, right. right? Sorry, yeah, he, So you're right, eight to six. He
1: won... Oh, my God. How many Super Bowls did he win in New England? Six.
3: Six he rings. Six. Nine in lost, New lost three. Nine. Went to nine. Yeah. Nine. Okay. And right. he had
1: how
2: many road There Broncos? we go. He had six. Nine to six for Brady in New England.
3: Okay. But he I won don't, the but division. But I don't think... See, yeah. I, okay. In like, right. a historically... How bad is the
1: AFC West? Could, could you find the Chargers or the Broncos or the Raiders at some point win a division title? Or... The Bengals built somebody pushes Kansas City out of the one seat.
3: That's where I think I would bet road playoff games is that there was never a Justin Herbert in the AFC East, and I don't need him to win the division every year. But over a ten-year time period, can I get two Justin Herbert division titles? Uh,
2: you had one of those for uh, the Wildcat; they won the division once, and didn't the, did the B- G- But Brady didn't. He missed the whole year. So I don't, tr- I, don't get, does, I don't get the road right. playoff, it doesn't game. A road playoff game. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, so that might be one way you get it. The other way is you also could have a year where Mahomes does play a road playoff game and then still goes to the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. you're thinking like, all right, we got one. Oh no, it's a push because he went again.
1: That is pretty. It's pretty amazing though to think about that. I don't know how far, how far in before Brady plays his first road playoff game, because we are well, now five full seasons in, right, as Mahomes as a starter. It was five, and he doesn't have a road playoff game yet.
3: Yeah, Brady played his first one in his second playoff game at Pittsburgh.
1: I mean, how many other quarterbacks have gone five full seasons, made the playoffs every year, and not played a road playoff game in five years?
3: Right, well, the other thing is how many times would you imagine the Bills or the Bengals will finish above them in the regular season standings, because at, if that happens, then right. they can win the division every year if they want, but there will be years where they'll have to go to Cincy or they'll have to go to Buffalo. In theory. In th- in theory, right. Two years. It has it's not happened.
1: Happen. Mark it down. In two years, not next season. In two years it'll happen. They won't be the one seed or they'll Yes, they won't be the one seed in two years. They'll have to go on the road. So twenty twenty four. Why two years. Right, because next season they're still going to be the best team in the conference and they'll win their division and be the one seed again.
3: Would they be they would be minus odds to win the conference next year? In the regular season, the one seed? That's kind of what that sounds like, right? That, that you would—they're more likely than the field to be the one seed.
1: Yes, I think so. Who else would it be? It would, only, a, the it would Bills, only be the Bengals. The, it's not going to be the Bills. It could be the Bills. It could be, it
2: Bills, it could be the Bengals. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be in New York? Mm-hmm. Fair. We don't know how the off season. I don't think is, it would
1: be the Bills. What if two is healthy though? whole is year? Is
2: Derek Carr going to go to New York? Is not that they're going to be the one seed? with Derek Carr, no. but there's there's a lot to happen.
1: Right. Well, we should find out about Carr being released this week, right? They're going to have to do it by Wednesday. I also say that there is, and then in four days, doesn't Aaron Rodgers emerge from his confinement and maybe? <laughs> he, uh, it'll be like the, it'll be like Tony Phil. Has he started it yet? I thought today was the oh. day he starts. Four days of his. Whatever they're calling it, like solitary confinement. I I, I would be surprised.
2: He's going to make sure we have to talk about him one more time before he goes in.
1: (laughs) Hey, by the way, Brady did send in his retirement papers. Oh, right, right. A a, a thing that is totally not worth anything. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to get your hopes up. He could just unretire the next day. Yes, he can, by the way. Right. It means nothing, but I just wanted to bring that up, making you feel. I don't want you to miss out on Brady talk. Sure. So maybe Rodgers gets out on Friday, emerges from his confinement, and tells the Packers, trade me. The Jets called Green Bay over the weekend. Want to know if Aaron Rodgers is available? So maybe something happens on that. Is he going to come out game. of
2: there having hallucinated himself as
1: a Jet?
3: I I had a friend yesterday who had a funny comment that what if he just comes out and he's completely <laughs> lost his mind? Like he just he can't he can't do anything anymore because he just he went crazy. No.
1: <laughs> on that note. We shall, we shall take a break, and we'll come back and uh, wrap up the show. Extra Point Show at 10 coming up. Joe and Sal will give you all their thoughts on the Super Bowl, the Bills, and a whole bunch of football Ooh. stuff, so t- t- stay tuned for that. I've got
2: a wide receiver draft pick comparison for you that I like a lot from Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus. So add, add this, we'll add this guy to the list of future Bills receivers.
1: Hey, ESPN's power rankings, the way-too-early <laughs> power
3: rankings for next season are out.
2: Yeah.
0: Woo!
1: Bills are fifth.
2: Mm.
3: Bolton board material. Behind the Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles, and... Flip the order.
1: Chiefs, one. Eagles are two. Three is... The Bengals. Nope, they're four.
3: The 49ers.
1: Correct. Here's your top five. Bills are fifth.
3: If you're into power
1: rankings the day after the Super Bowl.
2: So, pro football focus draft guide coming out. Mike Renner making some comparisons to, you know, some draft... Prospects to their NFL counterparts, like uh, Will Levis, he compares to Jake Locker in oh. terms of a skill set. Okay. That doesn't mean results; I means skill set. Ah, I got know. you. Right. Um, the Notre Dame tight end, Michael Mayer, or is it Meyer? I pronounce it Meyer.
1: Somebody call him Nate; he would know.
2: Anyway, comparison to Jason Witten. But here's hmm. one I like: Jordan Addison, USC wide receiver, first round draft grade by many. His comparison for uh, from Mike Renner is or at least the Pro Football Focus comparison is, Emmanuel Sanders. I've heard of him. Manny Sands had a really great career, even pre-Bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, Demarius Thomas, yeah. Yep,
2: had a great career. So I like that one. Future Bills receiver Jordan Addison compares well to Emmanuel Sanders. Get on that train.
1: I was waiting for the wide receiver train.
2: Oh. Train's on its way.
1: Hear that train a-coming. Coming, coming round the bend. Isn't that the song? Mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, maybe? Did you see the Eagles change their cleats during this game? And the Chiefs didn't, yeah. right? Supposedly? Yeah.
2: Tyler Dunn just tweeted out a highlight of Andrew Wiley mm-hmm. blocking mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick. and I didn't even mention Hassan Reddick's name. Well, Reddick on this play, he is going right over the Super Bowl logo and. He loses. Slips. He slips and loses his footing. Yeah. And he's out. And then Andrew Wiley's just on top of him, just piling him into the ground. But
3: that all starts because Reddick can't get any footing. Kelsey, after his touchdown right away, if you see he like steps to the sideline to celebrate and he falls. Remember immediately the, uh, after scoring the touchdown. Was
1: it was it one of the Eagles kickoffs? One of the kickoffs yeah, the where the guy like turns his ankle and thankfully he kicked the ball deep. But the number of players slipping, offensively yeah. and defensively that were slipping and sliding last night was ridiculous. It would have been
3: it would have been a bigger story had Harrison Butker slipped on the game winning field I goal. Thought last about, I thought about I honestly
1: did. I think even Olsen mentioned it, right? I think Olsen said, I'm not rooting for anybody to miss a kick, but it's only 27 yards, but hey, let's face it. People have been slipping. What if his plant foot slides on the field goal? I did wonder about that Joe and that would have been Tremendous luck for the NFL, by the way. If you you know you had how long to get the field ready and, and it was a disaster last night. Did they play the when's the last football game they would have played there? The Fiesta
3: Bowl? It still would have given you That might have been the first time they did that turf though.
1: Okay. I thought So they put a new surface in you think?
3: Yeah, the it was the U.S. Golf Association actually was tweeting out like before the game, we helped design this turf for tonight's game.
1: They certainly had plenty of time to get the turf ready for the Super Bowl.
3: Right. So I don't know what they did. But I feel like we had a bad year for just playing surfaces. Like, the turf itself, like, artificial turf became a story because of all the ACL yeah, that, injuries. That
2: slip... What's it called?
3: Slip. S- slip
2: something turf. Yeah.
3: So everyone wanted that gone. And then the Super Bowl was grass, but nobody could stay on their feet. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's the answer?
2: Slit, slit film turf. Slit is what, film yeah, turf. Slit film.
3: I feel like we need to figure out what's the right surface... To play on in the league and just make it mainstream throughout asphalt. the entire, all of football. Asphalt. Asphalt. <laughs>
2: sure. no. I mean, that's I got, essentially, I what
3: <laughs> turf, <laughs> essentially what AstroTurf was.
1: Right. It's hard. It's
2: uh, so like getting tackled on a concrete asphalt. slab. Honestly,
1: the first thing I thought of when you said asphalt was how's that going to affect catches? The what's the catch debate, the completing the process. Did he hold on to the ball when he ran down into the asphalt? Sad. All right, Joe, you and Sal going to do a show? Uh, We are planning on it, yes. Are you? Yeah. All right. So between 9.56 and 10, unless anything changes, the boys are up next with the Extra Point Show. Have a nice day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,
3: they're listening to audio.
1: Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?